Hey, babe. Hey. So, uh, in the last episode, we already talked about cats in the last episode. Yeah. L- listeners will note we've done we've we've discussed our feelings on the cats trailer, but I wasn't sure if we needed to be done producing cats content. If you would like to produce some more cats content I, with me, all I ever want to do is produce cats content. Okay. Then I would like to uh, for this for this episode. I would very much like to have a little intro segment. Do a little intro. Okay. Uh, that I'm calling. Let's give Hooper more cash. No, no. Let's give Hooper more cash. I'm terrified. And so what we're gonna do? Uh is we're going to role play as movie executives. Okay. All right. And cool. we're going to pitch ideas to uh, director Tom Hooper, director of Cats, for those who are unfamiliar, uh, as well as The King's Speech and Les Mis. And uh, we're just going to give him some more money and like suggest that he do something. You know, what, what, We're going to talk about what Tom Hooper's next project should okay, be. Okay. Okay. T-Hoop's next big thing. Yes. So uh, for me, I'm going to be role playing as a, a Disney executive. Disney, okay. Disney okay. Studios. I have I have two yachts, eight dogs, and I mostly hate people. Mostly. Mostly, mostly hate, women. I, I generally hate most people, especially women. So I'm going to suggest, as a Disney executive that hates... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm going to suggest that uh, Tom Hooper should bring Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark <laughs> to the big screen. Yes. But here's the twist. All of the characters are made in post to look like Spider-Man. Yes. All right. Correct. Beautiful. I love it. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm I guess, ready. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm a role-playing as someone on cocaine. <laughs> That's what I'm role-playing okay, as. Okay, so, so 80s producer. 80s producer. I am on cocaine right now. Listen up. <laughs> Here's the thing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Starlight Express. Do you know what Starlight Express is? No. It's another fucking musical. I've never seen it in English, only in German. I don't know what it's about, but here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. In post, they all look like trains. So it's Starlight Express, the musical. All I know in the real one, they're on roller skates. So I bet in the movie, trains. This is what we're going to do. Give it to me, T-Hoops. On that on that same uh, that same thread, we could just pick a random Thomas the Tank Engine episode. That'd be okay him, too, and let him bring that to the big screen. Except for the weird part about that is they all have cat faces, <laughs> cat trains, which is a twist. <laughs> Thomas the Cat Engine. Thomas the Cat Engine. <laughs> I'm bo- I'm on board. Get it. <laughs> Okay, that that has to bring a premature end to the segment. Okay, that's okay with me. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Spider-Man. Anyway, (laughs) this is a reviews show. What we do on this little podcast, this little guy, is we find reviews every week on topics that we pick. Uh, sight unseen, and then we surprise each other with well, those. Well, we don't pick the topic sight unseen. Then we surprise each other with those reviews, and we just find the wackiest fucking shit online we possibly can. Just the most fucking and bonkers things that there are. It's a good old time. I like it. I like it too. Um, and I'm going first this week, so I would like to find out what you're bringing to the show. So, uh, we have been with our families this past week, and that's always fun, and I love it. It's super great. But now we're back. Podcast energy is flowing through my veins. And it is time to talk shit and get dragged. We're doing talk shit, get dragged? Talk shit, get dragged. Oh. Talk shit, get dragged. Yes. Uh, do we, Is there a particular personality we're digging You're gonna into? You're going to find out later. Awesome, awesome. I've been. That's one I've been meaning to bring back, but it's like it always feels like a lot of work. Mostly because the Food Network website is... Is, is busted as hell. Busted as fuck. Yeah, it's hard listen, to use. Listen, this week, it would not let me look up recipes. <laughs> when you look up a recipe, core... it said, oh no, error. Try again <laughs> later. 
It was fucking two hours of that before I realized if you have to look up the recipe, see the error page, refresh your page, and then the recipe will load. It's like a bridge troll. It's fucking annoying. You have to you have to solve Bobby Flay's little riddle to get to all the recipes. <laughs> um, that's it. That's very exciting. We're going to get started with my topic, though, which I'm very excited about. <clears throat> if you can just give me a second. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, thank you everybody for coming to uh, today's team meeting. Um, we're going to be talking about our responses on Yelp and some of the issues that we're having there. I'm going to bring our, our director of coordinating Yelp coordination up to the front. If he could just, he's going to take you through what's going on on there and what we can do to improve our customer retention. So come on up, Dave. Come on up. All right. Thanks, Dave. All right, everybody. We're going to talk about customer retention. As you can see on this graph, everything is bad. Everyone hates us on Yelp, and it's going real poorly. We need to work on those responses. We need to work on those teamwork attributes and activities. And most importantly, what we don't want to see on Yelp is anybody saying, I want my money back, money back, money oh, back, no. money back, ribs. So everyone at the Chili's corporate office is named Dave? Yeah, that's not even a joke. I looked it up. They're all named Dave? They're all they're all bald clones. <gasps> Na- and they're all named Dave Chili's. Yeah, they're all named Dave Chili's. That's crazy. <laughs> and they're calibrated to be at a perfect 250 pounds. <laughs> So we're going to do Chili's. Oh, fucking hell. We're going to do Chili's reviews. This is um, the most recurring segment. So when you think of Miami, Florida, what do you think? I, 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 oh gosh, that's, that's not nice. I know we have listeners in Florida and I have a very low opinion of Florida. So it's, you can't just ask me that. Wrong. You think honey chicken fingers and fucking molten lava cakes. Because we're doing chilies in Miami, Florida. I think about getting bullied in elementary school. <laughs> Much like the chili staff. Yeah, um, I think about the chili staff bullying me in elementary school. <laughs> uh, okay. So for this first part, we're going to look at a sort of best of of uh, most of the chilies that I looked at in the Miami, greater Miami area. Okay. And then for the second half, we're going to look at one chilies in particular. But I just want to get an assortment. Get the a king chili, okay? Yeah, king chili. Uh, but we're gonna look at a best of here first, and just get a good sweep of like what's going on in Miami what's chili's going on? culture. Uh, and we're gonna get started here with uh, some reviews from a restaurant that has two and a half stars. Oh, that's low. A little, that's a that's below the chili standard. It's half a star below the They're chili have standard. They're gonna to send Dave Chili there. We have a review from Ralph G, a Yelp elite user. <laughs> Three stars. I come here for lunch sometimes. Now that I'm on the keto diet, I thought that might change, but the lunch fajitas are perfect for keto. Just dutch the fajitas and add all the cheese and sour cream you can. I'm in ketosis right now. (laughs) For review purposes, I will leave this one this bit. It is nearly impossible to eat here for lunch if you have an hour break, even when the service is good, as it most certainly was on my most recent trip. It seems like you need a good hour and a half to enjoy your meals here. Apparently, especially if your meal is all cheese and sour cream. All cheese and sour cream. (laughs) By the spoonful. Like it's weird ice cream. So, yeah, what I would like... um, what I would like is the fajitas. I see that here on the fajitas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, okay. We've got fajitas on the menu. Yeah. Um, but could I sub the meat for cheese? Um, Like you just want, like nope. you just want some, like in the pan, you just want cheese? Cheese. Can we sub the peppers for cheese too? Would you like a quesadilla, sir? <laughs> would you like a quesadilla salad? <laughs> because they do that. Um, For real. We do have a one-star review. I'm shocked. From Nelson T. Stomach pains. <laughs> now, I would like you to pay close attention to this to this bad boy. I've never played close attention in my life. This bad boy's living on the edge. I come to these Chili's locations all around town because I enjoy the buffalo chicken salads. And you hate yourself. But my wife gets sick anytime she goes. 
She ordered the fajitas trio and got her sick to her stomach again. I guess I won't be visiting Chili's anymore. <laughs> I am... Um... Oh, my God. Can you imagine just, being that spouse? I just, no. <laughs> no, I can't. Because his ass would be on the fucking <laughs> side of the road. But yes. Yes. <laughs> I it just would have, we would have been driving the minivan down the fucking parkway. And he would have been like, we're going to Chili's for dinner. And I would have had to tell my kids, sorry, you don't have a dad. <laughs> I would have told my kids he got hit by a train. We would, we would, As we drove away from him on the side of the road. We would cut to an exterior shot of you kicking him out of the car like Bruce Willis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is what it would be like if you, every time we wanted to eat, you were like, well, my favorite place is Cracker Barrel. We wouldn't be married anymore. Yeah. Because I feel I feel this wife's pain. Yeah. I also have a restaurant that consistently gives me food poisoning, like every time. And then, and then like... Hey, where do we want to go? Let's go to Cracker Barrel. Um, actually, I get I get sick there. Everything's great. We're going to Cracker Barrel. Awesome. Yeah. No. Awesome. I, sorry, kids. You never had a dad. <laughs> I had you all by myself. <laughs> One star. Eric P. Just left this Chili's location. Arrived at 12 p.m. for lunch with my co-workers. Our food never came out until 1 p.m., and that's because I asked three surrounding waitresses for assistance. Each waitress was extremely rude. I understand they're probably overwhelmed in a lunch rush, but the way they communicated and spoke to me was very unnecessary and unprofessional. The last waitress dropped our food off into go boxes and didn't even apologize nor look our way. I asked her to please get me the manager, in which she replied, he's cooking. And for me to... <laughs> And for me to go talk to him in the kitchen. The kitchen? I was super confused and in disbelief. I could slip and fall or even burn myself. Okay. All right. The, man okay. the manager came out and took care of our check, but level of unprofessionalism and lack of common sense is unbelievable. It is. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Your level of common sense is just appalling. <laughs> It's insane. Yeah. I. You probably wouldn't burn yourself. You'd have I, to be working pretty hard. Like, how does this person go into kitchens? Yeah, I know. Do you, like, like, do you go into <laughs> kitchens and, like, are you just an unspooled Mr. Fantastic? <laughs> like, I don't. Just what a, do you think is going to happen? Just a big, a big ice cream swirl of, of person, of <laughs> and flesh. They just, they just roll you into the kitchen. <laughs> what the fuck? Honey, honey, can you help me with dinner? No, I'm going to burn myself. Again. <laughs> Again. Just don't touch the hot pan. I can't help it. <laughs> it looks so greasy and good. Like, I... I oh, uh, okay. <laughs> to be fair, it is weird <laughs> yeah, to be like, weird. go into the kitchen. I was thinking more for, like, sanitary reasons. Oh, yeah. Like... We don't know if this cat's washed their hands. <laughs> we don't know if this cat like has strep throat. Has the plague. You know? Yeah. What if this what if this person has like the most falling out hair? What if this person sheds like a dog? <laughs> what if this I, person's unvaccinated? What if this person has the fucking measles? <laughs> Old people live in Florida. Yeah, a lot we of them. We cannot risk this. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they're gonna burn themselves. They're gonna walk in and be like, oh, hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you try to pick up that hamburger? Because somebody left it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Four stars from Tina V, a Yelp elite user who's really going out of their way to earn the title. <laughs> this place is okay, but the parking area and the spots are tiny. To fit a mid-sized car, you need two spaces, or the person to your right and left will ding your car? Cat face. I felt like a bitch for taking two spots, but dude, my car is brand new and a lease, so it wasn't worth the dings and scratches to be obtained. Anyways, the drinks here are no joke. They are pretty strong. I love the margaritas here, and the food here is alright. Good place to come for happy hour. Not so much to say for my car. <laughs> 
So <laughs> you drank first and then parked? And then drank. And then drank. So you pre-gamed for the Chili's happy hour. Yeah, thought, clearly. I'm going to park my car in two spots and pretend that's valid. Mm-hmm. And then you went to happy hour. Is that what that's what's happened here? That seems like what's happened here. Yeah. Okay. It's not valid. <laughs> Move on. This Yelp elite user came, double parked, drank, and then left. And it's not valid. Nope. Don't stop making excuses for yourself. <laughs> this is unacceptable. <laughs> this is unacceptable. We are going to move on from you. Yeah. I just, I fucking love it when people out their behavior on fucking Yelp. Fucking can- canceled. No. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. All right. Don't. We're moving on. No, I, it's fine. This is not the most grievous thing I've ever heard, but don't tell me your car's too big. <laughs> your mid-sized car. I'm yeah. Sorry. That's no, that's the same. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to cut you off in traffic. My dick is laying on the pedal. <laughs> I just had to. I, I don't know. It's like that scene from Zoolander where they think the building is for ants and they throw it on the ground. Like, I, this is preposterous. <laughs> this is absurd. This is a parking lot for smart cars. <laughs> Double park. One star. Alana L. Had a funny smell. Dirty bathrooms. Food wasn't hot when served. Waitress never was around. Drinks left empty. Not a good experience. After this, saw their food inspection report, which was horrid to say the least. Raw sewage explains the weird smell, roaches, and even birds. WTF? Never again. <laughs> this is a roller coaster. <laughs> this started like. This started like yeah. one of the video backstories you get on mm-hmm. game shows, these on like competitive reality shows these days. Yeah, yeah. It started like. My waitress was never around. <laughs> and there was a funny smell. And my food was never hot. And then it was about birds. Yeah. Is what it was at the end. And then it, and then it was Tippy Hedren running away from birds. <laughs> I just don't know. This, I, this chili has birds? This chili's got raw sewage roaches and the birds. Of course. Okay, listen. <laughs> it does have roaches. It's in Florida. Yeah. I'm. I, there's yeah. no way to keep them out. Yeah. It's Florida. Yeah. But birds. Yeah. You, we have windows for those. Yeah. Yeah. And cats. And all kinds of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The chilies just needs to get a cat. Most chilies have like barnyard cats. That's what they're for. I have two more reviews for these dang chilies. Oh, fucking hell. You ready for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> That no. was that was an interesting attitude to bring to my topic. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, I mean, if you want it, we have a one star review for this, for, the, listen, for one of these listen. for one of these dang chilies. Listen, yeah, chilies is so life affirming. Yeah, it really makes me super positive about the world. <laughs> one star from Brian G. Wow, didn't know that children can sit at the bar. Just what I didn't want to see at lunch. Not enjoyable. <laughs> I come to the bar to be away from kids. Why are they sitting at the bar? Brian G. bringing the valid questions. Brian G. asking the tough ones. That that's the best live Yelp I've ever seen. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. This is amazing. This like office office person. Goes out for lunch at the Chili's because some people get a lunch break, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, gross. A child. One star. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. But yeah. what the fuck? Brian? Are you I don't okay? know. I mean, kids are all like food turnoff. They're full of food turnoff goo. They are. I mean, they're it's, not that bad. It's all just mucus and screaming. That's not all. <laughs> it's like 90%. I mean, that's fair, but it's not all. 90? Can we settle on 90? 87, and I won't go any higher. All right, 87%. Cool. <laughs> the other 13% is 
drinking hard at the bar at, at Chili's. At the fucking bar. Getting because those they Rita's. Hard ass day, and <laughs> they need a fucking break, Brian. Get <laughs> Listen, that kid didn't want to see you at lunch either, but here we fucking are, Brian. Getting that top shelf tequila poured right in their mouths. Let's go, Let's Coyote party. Ugly, this shit. <laughs> We have a magnanimous moment, if you want it. I need it. We got a magnanimous moment here from Bria F. Four stars. We came on a busy night. So busy that I believe the manager was the one who served us. Being a former manager and server myself, I sympathized with her and would have been fine with waiting for my orders and drinks. Well, despite how busy it was and how many tables she had, and the fact she had a whole cast on her leg, our service was still bomb, food was hot, and drinks were brought out quick. So shout out to her, I can't remember her name, I was pleasantly surprised at the service we got despite the craziness. Sitting outside was nice as well. Overall, very happy with my experience. A whole cast. A whole cast. God bless America. What the fuck is going on here? (laughs) Like, that is so nice to build her up. Yeah. But just the fact that she is hauling ass at the Chili's with a whole damn cast on her leg. Yeah. That is, that is a beautiful snapshot of the American economy. We are broken. Someone with a cast on their leg, slinging hash at the Chili's, baby on one hip. Gets a five-star crutch review on, on the other. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that is the most that they can wish for. My server had a gross cast. One star. One star. <laughs> so I th- bet they have universal health care. <laughs> I bet they're on that fucking ACA shit. <laughs> One star. One star. Stole my freedom. One star. Because <laughs> it's not like Chili's is giving you bennies. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I love the mood you're in. It's very good. I, I'm so upset. I'm upset. It's very good and positive. I'm upset and I want that poor individual to be able to go to the doctor and not have to sacrifice the other leg to purchase a cast for the one. Oh, anyway. That was beautifully put. I, <laughs> okay. My ranting aside. Are you ready to talk about Paula Dean? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Wait, can we have a fucking I mean, I know I I know I've done Paula Dean related content since the abysmal fucking mess that is episode five, which nobody should listen to. Nobody, it's the worst one, y'all. I mean, it was like funny enough, but it was a bad idea. It was anyway. Bad. It was a bad idea. We were learning. It was a bad idea. I know I've done it, but can we have a fucking embargo? Can we be done with fucking Paula Dean? No. Oh my god. Okay. All right, so, let's let's drag, let's get dragged. Let's get fucking dragged. Let's get dragged through the fucking butter. All right, all right, yeah. here we go. Talk shit, get dragged. Spaghetti edition. <laughs> we are going to pit two fan bases against each other. Oh, I fucking love this. So, in one corner, we have the Paula D. Ravine. Ding, 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 ding. In one corner, we have Reed Drummond's Ranch. <gasps> Both make spaghetti. Both <laughs> get criticized. Both get dragged. <laughs> I wish there was a way to put into words all the fucking power poses i just did i know i know i wish that was all for you babe that was such a visual feast that no one got to enjoy but me just you just to put you in the mood yeah oh i'm there let's do it let's let's fucking drag some spaghetti (laughs) through the dirt (laughs) let's drag some fucking people through spaghetti um we are gonna start with alice joe's spaghetti sauce from paula dean so it's paula dean's alice joe's spaghetti sauce yes okay it is ground beef Chopped onion, chopped bell pep, chopped garlic, tomato paste, tomato sauce, stewed tomatoes, Italian seasoning, Worcestershire, sugar, salt, water. I was, I was like, I was wondering if you were gonna say anything other than ground meat. Ground meat. That would, that'd be on brand. Ground meat and some ground meat. Sounds like Dean. (laughs) And we are gonna start with a five star review because this is this shit is lit. (laughs) This is amazing. It has sugar and Worcestershire and Italian seasoning, so you know it's Italian. It's fucking, it's fucking dope. Let's dig in. Couch Golfer has a five-star review. 
It was pretty good. I used oyster sauce in the place of sugar. I used four garlic cloves. I used (gasps) celery salt instead of regular salt. And then I used beef broth in place of water. I also added about a half a teaspoon of ground fennel and simmered for about 45 minutes. If the tomato sauce is overcooked, it gets an acidic flavor. I mean, it sounds like they did the recipe word for word. I mean, but here's the thing. Yeah. They did it. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> they did it. I love that they I love that they exchanged salt for celery salt just because. Just because. They were feeling a little froggy. And one more clove of garlic. You know, I'm I'm really on one today. Let's use that fucking celery salt. Ooh. Well, you know who noticed? Rion. All right. Then you didn't make this recipe at all. If you're going to rate a recipe, then you make the recipe you're claiming to rate. (laughs) Slammed. Done. Pedro Carr continues. Uh You did not make the dish, so your review is useless. (laughs) But we are not done with the couch golfer yet. Eddie L. comes in. If you are going to sub a two, one thing for another, why are you rating this? (laughs) Slam, slam, slam. Body slam, body, body slam, slam. Body slam. And <laughs> I feel like Couch Golfer didn't even like switch out anything like <laughs> crazy. It's not like they made a white sauce. No. Which people are wont to do. Yeah. It's not like they got in here and they were like, well, I'm a vegetarian, so. So I made mac and cheese. <laughs> Celery salt for garlic salt so- uh, for regular salt how dare you sub a two how dare you sub a two one thing even one thing and you are shit you are out out so that was just that was just to get us started see what uh-huh. i did there i gave us a little warm up we got the in engine knife, the engine's going yeah a little warm up i love the sexual tension in this segment <laughs> <laughs> focus function sindag has a five-star review. All right, Sindag. This is a fantastic recipe and quick. I substituted one pound of ground turkey and the tomatoes I had had Italian spices in them. I still added the Italian seasoning, though. I also left out the green pepper as I don't like them and they don't like me. So easy and good. I cannot imagine what happened with Jenny B and her attempt. Could not find Jenny B. <laughs> Could not find her at That's all. That's the food network way. Yeah. Didn't have no idea. Yeah. Maybe next time only use half the Italian spices. Give it another try. Thanks, Paula. I'll be making this again and again. Thinking of using the leftovers on pizza crust and the top with Parmesan and mozzarella cheese. How about just making the sauce, leaving out the ground beef, and adding meatballs to it? Hmm. So again, we have a five-star review that made some changes, but it is a five-star review. It is a five-star review. And so was the other one. Yeah. We didn't stop to reflect on the fact that all those people were basically saying, maybe you would have fucking hated it. Yeah. What if you fucking didn't like it? (laughs) What then, motherfucker? (laughs) But here's what I found out. Yeah. Because Sindeg went ahead and dragged someone in their own review, they... Did not get dragged. Even though they switched out God's meat for turkey. (laughs) They committed a much bigger sin. A much bigger sin. Yet somehow unscathed. Somehow unscathed because they went ahead to drag somebody in their own review. Mm -hmm. So really the Food Network crowd isn't, it's not so much about the principles, it's just about the blood. Just, they are only there for blood. Yeah. like Like I have said previously, this is, it's a sacrificial ritual. Yeah. It's. <laughs> they were like, the, they were reading that review and they were like, oh, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And then they got to the dragon. They were like, okay, Caesar is sated. <laughs> the blood sports are done for today. We have a one star review. That's not good. That's not good. It's from Guest. Oh, I had that... to remain anonymous. Yeah. You mean you have to. You have to make a burner account with these people. Super disappointed. (laughs) After having really great spaghetti sauce at a friend's house this week, I was inspired. This sauce is incredibly herby tasting. It tastes like you stuck a garden in your mouth. (laughs) My husband, who literally eats anything, tried it and said, well, at least it's edible. 
Serving a dinner party in a few hours. Going to try to salvage this so I'm not completely embarrassed. I can't be that bad. Like, yeah, it just has Italian seasoning in it. There yeah. aren't any other seasonings. It's a pretty, that's a pretty chill herb mix. Yeah. Unless, unless you put in entirely too much. Yes. Well, guest might have the answer. Okay. In their five-star review. Very good. By the way, <laughs> anything will be bland if you don't know how to season to taste. <laughs> Which is funny because that was not the other person's complaint. No. But anything will be bland if you don't actually know how to season to taste. I cut out the Worcestershire sauce and eliminate the salt. Instead, I used allspice, which makes things taste better. Isn't allspice like a dessert thing mostly? It's not one word on here, so I don't know if they <laughs> if they mean allspice as in like allspice. Allspice or if they mean instead of any salt I used all spice. All the spices. So I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but things taste better with spice. Yeah. Not so much with salt. Not so much. Salt has never one time made anything taste better. Anything will be bland if you don't know how to season to taste. I removed the salt. If you don't know. Yeah. And the Worcestershire. <laughs> this had no saline content whatsoever and I fucking loved it. <laughs> that should help you person who thought this tasted like putting a garden in your mouth <laughs> you ignorant asshole <laughs> omit the salt completely I, <laughs> tomatoes don't need salt people just don't make any sense are you ready for paula to get dragged yeah always okay. Liter literally that is what i live for we have a one-star review from very p <laughs> As opposed to a little pee. A little pee. This is very pee. This is very pee. Is Alice Joe from South Dakota? <laughs> I, I assume you could not find Alice Joe. Oh, oh, though that's the sauce. Right, okay. What kind of spaghetti sauce doesn't have any basil, oregano, or bay leaves? And my Aunt Lil told me there, there's no vegetables in sauce. It's sauce, not vegetable soup. <laughs> Leave out the onion, green bell pepper, and Worcestershire sauce. These ingredients are foreign objects in sauce. Add three te teaspoons of basil, two of oregano, two or three of bay leaves, two teaspoons of black pepper, and the two tablespoons of white sugar, and increase the garlic to eight cloves. Use two pounds of ground beef and brown it really well. Don't drain it. If it's good ground beef, there won't be anything to drain if it's brown right. Throw everything into a crock pot on low and simmer for six hours. At the end, throw in one and a half cups of real Parmigiano Reggiano. Taste for salt. Now go ahead and make some real sauce and never trust a sauce recipe again. As for that Italian seasoning, throw that stuff in the trash. Which is mostly basil, oregano, and bay leaves, I'm pretty sure. I don't know about the bay leaves, but it's definitely basil and oregano. And it's dried and maybe not ideal, but what the fuck are you talking about? Did this person get Captain america Like, were they frozen in ice for a hundred years? And then some, some, some scientists were like, rise and shine, motherfucker. And they were like, oh, oh, that was a good sleep. Mm. Goddamn, can't wait to have some sauce with no onions. No fucking onions. Of course you put onions in. I've put, I've put onions in any tomato sauce I've ever made because they're fucking onions and they're good. Also, South Dakota? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is that about? Is there Are there not any Italian people there? What did South Dakota do? What's wrong with South Dakota? <laughs> JC has this reply. Oh, good. I made this because I read some of the reviews bashing this recipe because it's not Italian enough for some. Well, guess what? Read the title of the recipe. Does not say Italian that I can see. Food snobs are an annoying breed. <laughs> anyway, I didn't follow this recipe to a T. I threw in a teaspoon of crushed red pepper flakes and a little extra garlic. I don't stock Italian seasoning, so I substituted a rake now. The only stewed tomatoes I had on hand and 
had basil in the mix and I couldn't taste it in the end product. I left out the sugar mainly because I forgot to add it and I thought it tasted just fine without it. Super easy to make and the taste is great even if it's not Italian enough for some critics. We'll double this next time and make it to freeze. (laughs) What a fucking bizarre review that was. Right? Right? I guess, I mean, I'm not a tomato sauce expert, but I'm pretty sure you normally put onions in it, even if it's like traditional. Maybe not, but I thought so. I thought you like simmered yeah, I, some onions and then you build your like you build your base and then you yeah. go tomatoes and blah blah blah. I've I've never seen it without onions. Yeah. But I don't know. Aunt Lil's not from South Dakota, so I don't And I am. So what the fuck so do I know? So what the fuck's going on? I'm Tom Hanks. And I'm Meg Ryan. And this is You've Got Mail. The internet's first curated volume of other people's mail. Mail. It's the mailbox segment. They know. We just said it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got some people to thank. Um, So first, before we do our thanks, I want to read a couple of little review submissions from- Listener submissions. Listener submissions, which we've been getting a lot of. I know. Hard to keep up with them all. Folks, listen. If you don't hear your review, it's probably because it's on the list of topics that are going to be brought eventually. And you might hear it and we still bring it later, but- Little truck going past there. If you were looking um, forward to hearing it and you haven't, it might just be on the list. Yeah. I mean, because I've, I've already got a little bit of a backlog going just from like suggestions that I want to get to. Uh, but I do want to read a couple of reviews that were sent in by Liz and Lori. Thank you, Liz and Lori. Thank you. Uh, Lori sent us a review for a mattress topper. It's a lucid two-inch traditional foam mattress topper, ventilated twin ivory. And we've got a five-star review from Keith. Best rest since birth. Feels like Paula Dean melted a tub of butter and gently placed me in it like a little baby Jesus. <laughs> topical. Which is topical. Topical and which absurd. Is, which is topical. Um, and we do have, they also sent us some reviews for a GERD pillow. Um, oh, shit. Which I can't even begin to describe what this fucking thing looks like. It, I'm sure is effective, but it basically forces you to sleep at like a 30 degree angle. Okay. And it even gives you a little like arm nook. <laughs> A little cuddle arm nook, which is honestly kind of nice, but it's also like $300. Fucking hell. Uh, Yeah. I don't think it's quite... It's very expensive. And one of the reviews is a two-star review from Amazon customer, too high makes so unaccountable to sleep. (laughs) Uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, So thank you. And a quick thanks to Spurbs for sending us a suggestion on a trip we're going to take soon. I'm keeping that from Jess so that I can do it later, but I do definitely plan on doing that. So thank you. Thank you also to Becky and Natalie and Thomas and Abigail and Tim and Alex. Thank you all so much. I may have thanked y'all last time. I can't actually remember when we recorded our last episode, but thanks for getting in touch with us. It's really been nice to hear from all of you. It's been so, so nice to hear from all of you. Um, and thank you to, we got one more review since our last episode on iTunes. We got a review from Ray Feathers, five stars. Thank you very much. Uh, listeners, if you haven't had a chance to review us yet on iTunes and that's something that you're able to do, please do that. It helps the show a lot. We do it. We do encourage um, it if you can. But we get, we've gotten a lot of good ones and that's so cool. So thank you very much for that. I think that's basically it. I guess one, one final thanks again to everyone who got in touch with us on Twitter about cats. That was yeah, really fun while we were really away nice. to like interact with all of you, even if I kind of kind of bungled it a bit. So thank you for that. Yeah. Loved it. Heard from a bunch of you. We've got like 45 followers on there, which is feeling pretty dope. Feeling yeah. pretty good for our this little- This is the most our little, popular I've ever felt in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, for our little passion project, that's pretty tight. So thank you very much for following us on there. And again, if you haven't yet, at Critic Everyone. My only deep regret is that shout. we have to leave this segment and go back to Chili's. I know, right? We have to go back to-, to This hot- is such a safe haven. We have to go back to hot and sticky Miami, Florida. Oh, gross. Where we are looking at specifically reviews for the Chili's that is like downtown on the bay. Okay. This is like the area where you go before you watch a sports game, a sports thing at the sports stadium thing. Okay. This is the Chili's you go to. This is like right dead center. All right. On the bay, you got the ocean right there. You're looking at it. It's beautiful. Sitting on the taco Bay. Uh, this Chili's has two stars as an average. 
Watching my stars <laughs> float away. And if you're ready, if you're so inclined. I'm not ready and I am not inclined, we, but proceed. We have a one-star review from Lauren F. Okay. And let me just say, I had to cut a lot of good ones for time. I had to cut a lot of good ones. This is Those a one- are a treat for me for later. Yeah. Uh, no, I deleted them. I'm <laughs> sorry. Go on. This, this is a one-star review from Lauren F. Okay, so. Great way to start a review. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. When it came time to pay, I felt like the waiter started hovering around us. I gave a $20, and I expected to get some change back, but the waiter automatically deducted 18% gratuity. Didn't even ask me how much I wanted to tip, and she gave me back 40 cents all in nickels. <laughs> like seriously all nickels <laughs> she could have gave back all the change first and then i could tip afterwards then i told my friend not to tip too much because it bothered me that she automatically added a tip and gave back all nickels as change she then took that she then looks at her bill and tells her she's a little short and starts talking about how this isn't mcdonald's Plus, when she was using quarters to get rid of change, she said, four quarters makes a dollar, hon, when we know how the currency works. They're trying to take advantage of people who don't check their bills carefully, and they're very rude about it. <laughs> what? what is this interaction? <laughs> what is this strange Dickensian marketplace? <laughs> we know how the currency works. Four, four quarters makes a dollar. <laughs> Pay the tax, man. I will pay you back in nickels. <laughs> Poor Lauren F. is left to walk around Miami Beach with eight nickels jingling and jangling. Listen, nine nickels. Nine, nine nickels. Nine nickels and two pennies. <laughs> that is too many nickels. <laughs> that's, that's definitely the catchphrase of like some 90s sitcom character. Too many nickels. That's too many nickels. <laughs> that's my catchphrase i wish all sitcoms from the 90s had that laugh track just one person i i i, I wish they had that just two people i wish it was that and then just an old man cough uh, laughing until he had to cough <laughs> yeah. like just <laughs> and then also <laughs> 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 and that's all that just plays over and over i wish it was just one person who sounds kind of high and every time they laugh they like stop themselves at the end and say oh shit as if they're kind of embarrassed like <laughs> I w- oh, shit i wish every sitcom instead of a laugh track just they made a joke and they heard a massive bong rip <laughs> that's too many nickels and then just a massive <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you hear in the background. True that. True that. <coughs> tight, tight, tight. Too many nickels. <coughs> we have a one-star review. If we can do this podcast. I'm so sorry. I tried to drink after making a joke and I laughed too much at myself. We have a one-star review from Alba G. I had a to-go order back in June when I was there for a concert at <laughs> Bayfront Park. I never came to get it. This was written in February. <laughs> So I ordered their boneless wings with barbecue sauce. It was busy too, so I understand that my order would probably take a little while. As I receive my food, I try the wings. The sauce isn't barbecue, they used ketchup instead. (laughs) If you didn't have barbecue sauce, then tell me. Don't just substitute it with ketchup. I was so pissed. I wasted money on a quick meal that ended up being crap. I'll never come back to Chili's ever again. Maybe for drinks, but not food. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Alba G was so pissed and so firm. And then at the very end of the review of the review that they could edit, still managed to fold like a poker table. I'm still getting those Rita's, but listen, <laughs> never again. Okay, maybe for drinks, but... Not food. I will not eat. But I know your drinks are the highest profit margin you have, but I will not order your food. I'm going to vote with my wallet and only get the drinks. (laughs) Fucking hell. Fucking hell. We have a long one. Okay. This is a one-star review. Okie doke. From JR. Horrible service. I was feeling under the weather with a heavy, stuffy nose. Oh, that's me. 
I specifically chose to eat at this Chili's because it has outdoor indoor seating. All I wanted was to enjoy the warm weather and ease my stuffy nose. The host then informs us that the outdoor section is closed. This is the second time back-to-back informed it is closed. First the prior on Memorial Day. Then again on a slow Tuesday. I chose to sit down. (laughs) Right there. Right there on the floor. Had a sit-in. I was not attended for another 15 minutes. Because I was on the floor. When the waiter comes named Vanessa, she greeted us and apologized, explaining it was shift change. I still believe this should have been coordinated better. I then see a couple eating outside. (laughs) Oh, shit. They just said it was closed. I asked the host about it. She responds, I don't know. Okay. I then explained to the server, I'm feeling sick. Is there any way we can sit literally on the other side of the wall outside? She looks at the couple outside and tells me, no, it's closed. <laughs> as, I, as I was am looking at the server go outside to take the couple their food. This is unacceptable. I was being very polite and have held positions of management in the customer service field for years. Classic. 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 This is no way to accommodate a paying client. The waiter could have accommodated to us and simply walk two extra feet outside to the empty patio. Do not come here. No customer service skills. What they didn't know is that that was Dave Chili. (laughs) Dave Chili rented out the whole patio. (laughs) On this day and Memorial Day. Because when you're Dave Chili, you've got that patio money. You've got patio money. You've got that patio scratch. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they didn't know. When I have a stuffy nose, the last thing I want to do is sit out in the humidity. I know. I know. And it is 200% year round. In In Miami by the ocean. Like, I, I know. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, it's, it works for them. That's cool. But I just, ooh, no fucking thanks. Put, no fucking thanks. Put me inside with some fucking Sudafed and give me a nap. One star. And a quesadilla salad. And a quesadilla salad, of course. Get it to go. Watch, watch fucking Marvel movies and pass out. One star. JDS. Unbelievably bad. Do not go here prior to the game. The cheddar potato soup is melted string cheese. (laughs) Margaritas are mixed in the glass, not shaken or blended. The chicken is frozen chicken from Walmart. (laughs) I ordered chicks fajitas and the bottom half of chicks was burnt and the top half was frozen. Oh, and don't even try to order waters because they never come. (laughs) That's skill. Frozen and burnt. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's real, like... <laughs> Toss it in the pan, let it sit for 10 minutes, then put it right back on the plate. Right on the plate. <laughs> we have a one-star review. I'm, again, shocked. From Sonia C. For this one, honestly, you should be. One star. Loved the view and atmosphere, but the food was mediocre. The staff was very friendly and fast. The food is the major reason, major reason I gave it one star. I had the shrimp pasta. The only pasta they had on the menu. (laughs) And then they posted a picture of them having a great fucking time by the ocean. With the caption, beautiful day out in Miami. One fucking star. One fucking star. They only had one kind of shrimp, the bitches. They were so fast and attentive. Fuck you, one star. One star. I had a brilliant time. I'd give it no stars if I could. Yelp is a great platform. One star because I'm mean. (laughs) I got one more of you. This is a short one. This is a magnanimous moment. Love it. Love it. Oh, I need one of those. Three stars from Rodolfo R. Bartenders were pretty good, but you had to remind them to refill your drink. But they were still nice people. Thank fuck. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes, right? They were still nice people. And suddenly we have found the earth. We have found the ground. And it is good. And it is good. Are you ready to, to go right back up? I want to go right back up into space where I can't breathe. The good news is you don't have to breathe when you're eating spaghetti. Oh, no, you, you don't really. You so, just, you breathe spaghetti. So we had Alice, Joe, and Paula Dean in one corner. In the other corner, we have Reed Drummond. And this is her spaghetti recipe. Five pounds ground beef, three tablespoons olive oil, two onions, garlic, crushed tomatoes, Tomato paste, store-bought marinara, sugar, salt, oregano, thyme, red pepper, bay leaves, parsley, basil, parmesan, 
and spaghetti. I didn't know retirement was from North Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota. Sorry. Let's be South clear. South Dakota. Let's be clear. Where they use five pounds of <laughs> ground chuck in there. And that's it. And that's it. That is the sauce. <laughs> Purple Mom 25 has a four star review. Sauce was very yummy. I used only three pounds of hamburger and everyone thought it was too meaty. I can't imagine if I would have done five pounds like the recipe called for. We'll make again but only use two pounds of ground beef. I did add four tablespoons of sugar too. It was a big hit. That's um not a small amount of sugar. Not a small amount. My dude, to add, to supplement, four tapes. It's a quarter cup. It's a quarter cup. A quarter cup of sugar. <laughs> Juliana P. had something to say about this. Yeah, I bet so. In this episode, she states why she needed to use five pounds of ground beef. It's because it was for a party. Also, there's a cook no- cook's note at the bottom of the direction saying it can be halved and that she makes a ton of it to freeze for later. Shaking my head. <laughs> That's the really crazy part is they like they have the amount of meat and then put a quarter cup of sugar. Yeah. Ashley K has this response. She uses five pounds in her recipe on her block too. I like the meatiness of the five pounds of sauce. But she says you can add an extra jar of marinara if you want it saucier. <laughs> too meaty for you? Go to the fucking store. Go to the fucking store and buy prego. Get some fucking prego and and mix it with your five pounds of ground beef. <laughs> Just get real sloppy up in here. What is your fucking deal? <laughs> five pounds. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole bunch. Fucking buy a jar of sauce. Are you kidding me? I mean, ho- I, I mean, store-bought marinara sauce is in the recipe. <sighs> That's yeah, where you start. Yeah, I guess I just didn't key, I didn't key into, yeah. You start with, with store-bought marinara, and then you add five pounds of, of ground beef and other seasoning. Marie F. has a one-star review. Mario Batali would probably cringe over tossing the pasta with olive oil. Ooh. The sauce adheres to the pasta because it's starchy. If you put oil on it, that changes the texture of the dish. Yikes. Okay. DLP82848 has this reply. So did you like it or not? (laughs) It doesn't sound like it. It sounds pretty clear, but sure. Let's be an asshole. (laughs) Kathy G has this reply. You left out the pasta bar concept of the meal. If Ree would have cooked a pot of pasta, then set it out for guests to choose their pasta and top it with the sauce, the pasta would be one big glue-like clump without a small bit of oil to prevent sticking. I agree, I agree that in normal circumstances, one sh- would not rinse, but given the concept of a pasta bar, the pasta would be a disaster without a light coat of something to prevent sticking. It's very true. Very Honestly. true. Fuck a pasta bar, but it's very true. <laughs> you wouldn't need to do that if you wanna if you wanna ruin your party with a pasta bar. I might what I'm curious about what I'm curious about with the pasta bar concept is that you need a sauce with five pounds of ground beef. Yeah. A pasta bar implies choices. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like, it's not a pasta bar if you just made one red sauce with five pounds of ground beef in it. You, you also have to make a white sauce with five pounds of Parmesan. Five pounds. <laughs> you also need to make a cabanera with five pounds of ham. <laughs> and two gallons of heavy cream. Like, I just, and I mean, how many people are you having over, Ree? Is my question. It's for a wake. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a pasta wake bar. <laughs> we're all real sad but goddamn, this is this is some heavy cream this is some heavy fucking cream <laughs> and our last contestant on talk shit get dragged is guest with a one-star review <clears throat> hated it <laughs> bland herby bad combination damn Succinct and to the point. Love it. Bland and herby also. Interesting. 
Interesting. Bad combination. Bad combination of no flavor and flavor. Kimsible has this reply. <laughs> Can you give me that name again? Kimsible. Kims Kims Google. It's K M Sipple. <laughs> Kimsible. Best spaghetti sauce ever. I've been making this sauce for about two years now, and it's the only sauce my family will eat. No more jarred sauce for us. Thank you, Re. This is the best. <laughs> Which is twofold, not a reply to the previous comment. Nope. And B, this is based on a jarred pasta sauce. <laughs> It is, it's basically a hamburger helper recipe. It's basically hamburger helper. And you start with prego. Yeah. You get some prego. Yeah. And you add an entire cow into it. <laughs> Just a whole flank. A whole flank. All right. Ugh. Now, here's the surprise part. You're the judge. Okay. Who won this round of talk, shit, get dragged, spaghetti? So, like, who, who had the best recipe? Who who do you feel like was best their recipe was best defended by their masses? Okay, so it's like a battle bots it's thing. It's a battle bots. It's battle bots. So they're but both spaghetti. They're both still standing, but it was a knockout fight. It was it was Who yeah. fought the best? Who fought the fucking best? <sighs> There's something clear and simple about the way those Reed Drummond supporters come out. There really is. Because Reed Reed Drummond's never done nothing to hurt nobody. The recipes yeah. are just boring. Yeah. Paula Dean's done stuff to hurt folks. She really has on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Unapologetically. So I think those Reed Drummond fans, you know. That's what I was hoping you were going to say, yeah. mostly so that I don't have to talk about Paula Dean anymore ever. They come but out. They come out fucking swinging. Reed Drummond might make another appearance in the next edition of Talk Shit. Get dressed. So winner moves on. Winner moves on. I like it. This is a long game. It's a tournament. It's like Mortal Kombat. It is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and this has been Everyone's a Critic. Reed Drummond wins this one. Thank you so much for listening, folks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Reed Drummond, for tuning in. Uh, you did get in touch with us and let us know that you're a listener. I'm sorry for all the things that we said about you previously, Reed Drummond. And we'll say in the future. Yeah, but... we're going to say more bad shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of us, I already said some of that, but if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at... On Twitter, at Critic Everyone, or via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, or on Facebook, if you search for Everyone's a Critic and look for the linen. Um, I know that it's been a little hard for some people to find, so Jonathan has also been putting it in the episode descriptions on wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Uh, there are an unfortunate number of podcasts named Everyone's a Critic. We are not a movie reviews podcast. We are not. So if you see it and it's like, we do movies, that's not the right one. That's not us. <laughs> it's not us. Our thing, as far as we know, pretty novel. Pretty, hopefully, pretty niche. Pretty, pretty niche. Kind of kitsch. Pretty Kinda niche. Kitsch. We hope to be a cult success. And if you want to recruit people into that cult, we would love that. We That'd would be great for us. We, I'm feeling like this episode that we just recorded is a pretty good one. So I feel like this is... I, we don't know how it's going to come out in post. I've been laughing. So I think it's a good one. This is a good one to share with your friends. Probably not our last one. But this is a good one. Mm -hmm. This is a great one to share with your friends. If you're comfortable doing that, that would be so fantastic. Also, if you are somebody... I know we said this earlier, but if you're somebody who would get on uh, iTunes and give us a rating or write a review. That would be really helpful. It'd be super dope. Um, I know it is. I know that we have to say this unironically. We're a reviews cast asking you to review us, but. It is a thing. It is a thing. It's not even funny. It's not, it's not even, even funny. funny. It's just, just it. a thing. It's just a thing. And we, of course, want to thank the fine folks that created our free music that we use in our podcast That that's free. Uh, we'd never want to forget that. I would never, ever forget that. We have our ad break music, Yom Tucker Bebop Molecule. We have our outro music, Jazar with Green Lights. And we do have our theme song, which I fucking love, Drag Chain by Steve Combs. Thank you so much for contributing that fine music to the Creative Commons, where we get a hell of a lot of use out of it. Uh, if you know anyone famous, let them know about our podcast. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe Chris Gethard. <laughs>
And on that note. <laughs> we'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs>